Hi, this is Kane Hodder. You're listening to Draw One Last Breath. Keep listening. One Last Breath Podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. On this episode, we will be reviewing Midsummer, and we have a special review of a zombie experience that we went on, uh, and we're going to chat about. And it's a slightly different episode than usual, because it's uh, slightly shorter, because we're on vacation, but we didn't want to leave you with nothing and no content. So we thought you'd give you give you a little bit of us before... Um, we do the next proper episode. Vacation, vacation for our uh, American contingent, and um, also you might, you might call it summer holiday if you're you're in the UK. Yeah, we're and all Ireland. going on a summer holiday. Alright, that's another clip, Richard. Oh, <laughs> so how you been? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Ready, ready to rock and roll, mate. Ready to rock and roll. Well, we ain't got no news section this week because no. there's not too much. I mean, all I've seen is like. The Zombieland 2 trailer. I don't know if you catch caught yes, that. Yes, I have. That's very, good. very excited for that. It's so, very, very good. If anyone out there hasn't caught the trailer, go and check it out on YouTube because I'm sorry, it looks balls out yeah. funny. Oh, the other, other bit that we've heard, obviously, is there's going to be not one but two Halloween movies. And apparently the original gangster, uh, Nick Castle, is going to be donning the mask once again. He's going to be playing The Shape. He is indeed. He so is. we're going to, next October, we're going to get two almost back-to-back Halloween allegedly, movies. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. And it apparently finishes, the next one that's due is going to finish the Laurie Stroud storyline. That's mm-hmm. a big spoiler. Because what does that mean? She's going to die? Probably. Wow. Again. Again. Wow. <laughs> no spoilers really, is there? Okay, cool. Awesome. Let's ch- Mate, let's just get straight in it. Let's chuck this out. Let's go straight for our main review. Midsummer, take let, it away. Let's dive straight in. I told you that I want to go to that festival in Sweden. No, you said it would be cool to go. Yeah, and then I got the opportunity and I decided Look, to do it. I don't mind it. you going. I just wish you would have told me. That's all. Dude, she needs a therapist. You've been wanting out of this stupid relationship for like a year now. And don't forget about all of the beautiful Swedish women you'll meet in June. Okay, guys. That's not her again. Seriously? Babe, what's happening? Danny. I was so very sorry to hear about what happened. I'm sorry. I invited Danny to come to Sweden. You know what she's been going through? Christian says you've got this special week planned. It's sort of a crazy festival. Special ceremonies and dressing up. That sounds fun. Unbelievable. Welcome and happy midsummer. Skål! So I'll do a little synopsis first before we go into this. So, Danny and Christian are a young American couple with a relationship on the brink of falling apart. But after a family tragedy keeps them together, a grieving Danny invites herself to join Christian and his friends on a trip in a once-in-a-lifetime midsummer festival in a remote Swedish village. What begins as a carefree summer holiday in a land of eternal sunlight 
takes a sinister turn when the insular villagers invite their guests to partake in festivities that render the pastoral paradise increasingly unnerving and visceral, uh, viscerally disturbing. Wow, that is the longest <laughs> synopsis you've done. Yeah, well done, man. Okay, well, it's starring the beautiful Florence Pugh, um, who plays Danny, and obviously she's from uh, that wrestling movie that was out this year. Wrestling movie. What was that movie called? Um, Fighting with the Family. Fighting with Family, yeah, which was fantastic. Great movie. She's a great actress. Um, Jack Rayner um, plays a boyfriend Christian, and the the, you know potential future um, pedo uh, Will Poulter. Uh, Will Poulter, Will sorry, yeah. could have been it, uh, plays Mark, uh, William Jackson Harper plays Josh, and they are led into the fabled Midsummer Festival by Willem Blomgren, who plays Pele, and it's mm-hmm. directed by the critically acclaimed Ari Aster. It is indeed, of obviously, of uh, Hereditary. Well, Hereditary fame, I mean, the critics loved Hereditary last year, we reviewed it, and we didn't think so much about it. I think I, I don't think it was for me. It wasn't. I think like again about hereditary. It wasn't what it was about. It, it, it had the beats of something really special, but for me, the payoff wasn't as as good as everybody like made it out to be for me. Yeah, it had some wonderful injury, imagery and yeah. well worked direction. It was very great well shock directed. moments, which were yeah. really good. But again, this is why we weren't really looking forward to go and see this movie. I particularly didn't want to sit through two and a half hour horror movie. Mm. So we almost didn't go and see this. But I don't know. You you pushed me. Yeah. You pushed I, well, me to watch this. I saw a bit of like all the fuss come out online and stuff. And obviously the same kind of stuff came out about Hereditary. Um, so I kind of went into this one with really quite low expectations on kind of like my thoughts on it. And I thought, oh, hold... No, hold steady and I'll go in and I'll see what it's all about. I, I always will give it just, you know, I will give a film a chance. I'll make my own opinion of it. I won't listen to anybody and read critics' reviews and stuff. I try and stay off all that as much as possible. But I saw one or two things on, on kind of online and stuff. But I just really, 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 for some reason, wanted to see this movie. Because I'm, I'm a big fan of things like Wicker Man. And kind of these, and the ritual and stuff like that and and like the fables and the the storytelling and the kind of like all the backstory and the history behind it all and stuff. I love all that kind of stuff. Uh, and this kind of appealed to me in that way. But I, I I went in there with a little bit of kind of low expectations. What about you? Yeah, well, I liked the trailer. I saw the trailer and and it was different. It was in the light. It was very very interesting imagery. And I was very interested in the fact. Okay, this is a horror movie shot in the light. I do want to see this. Yeah, I pure didn't want, daylight. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, I didn't want to. Um, they call it perpetual daylight. Okay. But um, I didn't want to watch this and review it for the podcast because I thought it was far too long. So the fact that we went and we went for our own enjoyment and now we get to kind of talk about it now yeah. is kind of cool. I mean, mm. my major thoughts was, um, you know, this is a future masterpiece. I got to put that out there. This is incredible storytelling. Mm. and incredible injury and it goes with the shock factor as well there's some just stunning moments in it mm. some of the acting was absolutely top-notch mm. some of the acting was again not great but it had it just it just blew me away it's it changed my perception a little bit mm. after watching hereditary on this on this director he's got the potential for 
um, for real greatness. I really do think that it's, it's it was absolutely fantastic in my opinion. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I was I was so totally entertained the whole way through. Not once did I take my eyes off the screen. Maybe once I kind of glanced over to you to make a kind of like gawping face as we looked at each other when there was this on a certain bit. Um, but apart from that, I was just totally engrossed in it and and the the just his attention to detail to every single little thing was unbelievable. Maybe I need to go back and watch Hereditary and just maybe give it a second chance because I've only seen it once. But in this, I just felt like the cinematography was better. Um, the storyline for me was more interesting. The acting was a lot, lot better. Um, and the pacing of the film was unbelievable because it just it just kind of went up and down kind of in a, in, in a kind of like interesting way rather and it kept me just like totally glued to the screen the shocking and bizarre moments in this movie mm. um just sort of just completely take you up take you take your breath away in terms mm. of like what did they just do they come a bit not they don't come thick and fast there it's a long drawn out story but I wasn't looking was away. It, I don't think it was drawn out though. Well, it was two I and a half hours long. Done really well. Yeah, but it didn't feel like two and a half hours. Like no, I, I wasn't. I wasn't um, completely wanting to, you know, fall asleep, wanting to leave. It was. Um, it got me. It got my grabbed my attention. I think it was. I think that was down to a lot of where it was set in mm. Sweden. It was absolutely beautifully. Yeah. Like the location of this, is is just makes me want to go there. Yeah. Not. So. Maybe at know, the time of the ritual. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. Do you want to be the summer queen? Is that what you're saying? I really don't want to be the summer queen. But we talk about... We're going to talk spoilers, I think. Because I think yeah. Yeah, even if... You, not a lot of people maybe are going to give this a, a chance. So I'm gonna, yeah. we're going to talk about some of the bits that yeah, sort so of like... spoiler alerts. Yeah, that definitely sort of like affected me a little mm. bit. Or just kind of made me go, oh, fuck me. It's like, like the head chop mm. in Hereditary. Um, we had... This really, really interesting story, which kind of hit, got me a little mm. bit. I, I want to know your thoughts on this. Okay. So they have something called the, their sort of like cycle of life, didn't they? So they're, yeah. they're in this little commune. It's like, um, so they kind of cut off from um, society and they sort of have stages of life, which they call the seasons, which is you know quite easy to suppose to remember. They yeah. have um, like spring when they're young, then like summer, which they can go off and um, go on a jolly. Um, and explore the world much like mm. much like Mormons and stuff like that as well right um, but they're kind of like yeah, at this age they can go off which is where you know Pelly's at university at the moment and they have the then like autumn okay which is their later years which is probably their sort of like you know where they're educated and they kind of give back to the society mm. and winter when they're later on even more wisdom portrayed but their end of the year cycle is like when they hit 72 mm. now we got to see in the movie, what happens when they hit 72? Yeah. Two of them did during this festival. But it's really interesting. The idea behind it mm. is like, okay, you're maybe not at an age, maybe it's different now, but their suggestion is that they're at that age when perhaps they can't give back as much to society. Mm. So rather than um, drag, drag on, yeah. they very much believe in the kind of, I'm going to give my body and so I suppose back to the earth. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The way that they do this is through a ritual <laughs> where literally they'd go up to the side of this cliff and they jump off. Mm. 
Now, first the woman. I saw it coming straight. Yeah, away. I mean, you did. You straight kind of away. do see it, and you like. I think anybody who doesn't yeah. understand that is yeah. You knew what's kind of coming. coming, and everyone's gawping, and obviously the the um, Christian and all the other um, kids from like America who haven't seen this before are kind of like, what is and going they're not on? Told what's going. No, on, they just led to watch this amazing one-off experience, and they're just like this is the sad thing they were like crying some people were shouting they couldn't believe what was going on and this woman just takes a nosedive off the cliff which is probably the best way to do it well, yeah not like the second guy but she but she hits the ground she hits it head first bless yeah. her and you and it, it's got that ariasta shot and where you see it all and you see a very Everything. very vivid yeah. very visceral shot of the woman on the ground which is something to behold do you think that's done for the just pure shock value though I think that's his way of like displaying um, the horror of it. Because like a lot, a lot of movies would probably tend to shy away and maybe cut back and show the aftermath rather than the whole shebang. Yeah, and they sh- he went onto the point where he showed the reaction yeah. and he also showed what they were all looking at, and mm. it was a shot, it was a close up, it was something that would be reversible. It was gross. It was good mm. makeup, very clever, very very much enjoyed the core. Um, the next dude, whoever, got it kind of wrong. Yeah, you, if you're going to jump off a cliff, you don't go feet first, do you? Do you know what I mean? You, you're just going to... You want to end it as quick as possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he did that on purpose. I don't know. He looked like he did. He just went, like, running off the top of the cliff. It was weird. And then he broke both his legs and he was still alive. So but was, you before see- that, you, as, as, I, I, I literally knew it straight away. Because there's this guy carrying this massive hammer mallet style thing. And I was just like, well, that's going to get used in a minute. It's, it must be. And there must be the only reason for this hammer is the fact to finish someone off. Yeah. If they're still alive. If they get it wrong. Like because this dude it's does. obvious. It was so obvious. I'm just, unless I'm just sick. And I was no, just like, I saw it. I, I was, you I saw it as well, yeah. The ritual hammer of... <laughs> finishing Thor. off Thor's hammer Thor's hammer I mean it's a massive wooden mallet it was nuts and obviously they didn't even they didn't run over he's obviously screaming out in pain with his fucking legs shattered and they just walked over the mallet bones sticking out and everything oh, man. and then they just took a whack at his head they had to take a couple a couple of people took a whack but this was a weird thing right so then I thought well this is to obviously finish him off and make sure he's dead but obviously they like you said they casually walk up to him and almost let him just like scream out in pain for a while but then obviously the first hit does kill him but then they carry on and then they give the mallet over to another girl and she has a go and then they give it over to another girl and then she has a go and i was like what's that all about it must be part of the ritual mate, yeah maybe maybe there is like um proper kin or something like that maybe and that's like, their this is your right away yeah Fucking you man. have to do this nuts so we went, we went through all that that was like I'd say it's the first shocking scene to talk about. Obviously, there's a... Well, okay. There's a, I mean, the start of this movie, mm. there's that... Um, the the character, Danny mm. is very, very odd. She's... This is a really interesting thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. She's a completely non-sexualized character. Do you, understand, do you know what I mean when I say no. that? Explain. Okay, so you've got a final girl's. Yeah. In movies. A lot of them kind of maybe a bit of tits and ass. Right. She is going around the whole movie with a pair of jogging pants on mm. um, and a like, baggy t-shirt. Why do you see that as like... I found that? it an interesting like trope because they just completely non-sexualized her. They made her um, 
just a person in, in a horror movie. They didn't like, it just did, like, if you look at the horror movies, they sort of like, I don't know, a bit of makeup here and there. Mm. The females are kind of like, let's take, okay, take Night of a Comet. Right, those okay. two, those two girls. Yeah, they were two. But lead... That's a different. Yeah, but they were totally two... different time. But they were two time. powerful characters and stuff. Out. Okay, we well, look at like Babysitter. Look at um. Even yeah, but again, this it is follows. The... I don't. I don't agree with that. No? I don't agree with that. I. I. I don't. I think I disagree on that one. I just. I think that the tone of this movie sets. I. I think it just. It's saying that she's just a normal person, really, in a normal world. I think she's struggling with massive things, and maybe she was dressed like that because of the circumstances she was in. That's my point. I think. Ah, that, right. That's you mean it like that? So they, they, okay, you don't people. think that? I mean, I the way I thought you were talking about it is, is that obviously they're doing these things in films to sexualize and Hollywood it up and make her and make everybody fancy her. They would usually do that. But yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, the, in her this, character. In this movie, she doesn't need to. It be. was a purposeful choice. Oh, absolutely. Where. They, she is, she is feeling the loss of um, her bipolar sister, yeah. who's killed her parents. Well, I think as well. I think she's got her own kind of issues. I think, obviously, she's dealing with other stuff as well. Like, obviously, she has kind of like issues. I think already in her relationship, where she's got family issues and relationship issues. Yeah, they, her and Christian have been together for three years, but you can tell. With the with the very much support of his mates, he's trying to be there for her, but she's definitely feeling like um like a Debbie Downer. I think yeah, I think he I think as well the way I saw it is that she is so dependent and solely on him, and for this kind of like uh almost like uh someone to lean on maybe a little bit too much that he's kind of just bored of it and he's beaten down i think a little bit yeah but he is ready to give up on this relationship mm-hmm. at this point and he's going away for a jolly and then she kind of has this trauma in her life and kind of invites herself that that was again that scene was awesome like the, the crying start, on the sofa no the start of the whole like obviously you find out about her sister and what she's done and the way they showed all that it's just insane and like the way the camera follows it all through the rooms and stuff and it's just dark as like it's, it's the scene is set like really depressing and and obviously it follows it up to her and where she um then she finds out and like there you go where it leads on to her screaming um and it made and and she does she does such a good job and he obviously gets something out of his actors, like emotional wise, because he does, does the same with kind of like hereditary. Yeah. Um, God knows what he does, like to get those performances out of them. But like, she, you he can, must do some Stanley Kubrick shit. Yeah, because you can feel her pain. Yeah. And you could feel his kind of um, waning at the mm. fact that he's there for her, where he doesn't really want to be. It's all about it's, it's, with Jack Rayner, the actor Jack Rayner who plays her boyfriend. I. It's all about his facial expressions. He mm. doesn't even have to act. You just see in his face that he's like, "Oh no, now I'm trapped. Mm. I can't. There's no way out of this. I'm just gonna have to stick out with her." Just it just doesn't yeah. seem like he's a hundred percent in it. There's a weird bit when they're taking mushrooms just before they go into the uh, um, the the main commune bit. Mm. They sort of go to a waiting yeah, a staging yeah, area, yeah, yeah. I suppose, and 
she they were all on mushrooms. She didn't really want to do it, but then he kind of did, and she's she didn't goaded into it. He's like, oh, I won't do it if you don't want to do it, but you know, it's that sort of situation. But she's having a really emotional time of it, and it mm. probably wasn't the best thing for her to do to trip balls. But she goes off on her own. Yeah. Now, I know I know that you you don't do that. If you're in that situation, you you that you kind of got your lever, your your lever, and he should be her sort of lever down. They should be going through this together. Yeah. You don't let someone on mushrooms just wander off and when they don't know, know where they were. They were all in another yeah. place though, wasn't it? And she just freaks out and runs off. But she she was left asleep on the ground for like an hours, mm. um, and it was not really a care in the world about it. There was still kind of like she was very much kind of. I don't know, left to it. Her mm. boyfriend was still kind of disinterested. Yeah. yeah much it, so not in a hot, like, a, like you know, an obvious way, but mm. it was enough. It was so subtly done mm. that it was really clever. I really liked it. But just laying that groundwork for, in that, just that sport, short space of time of what their relationship was like is obviously worked because the way we're talking about it now, about their relationship, is is that's so early in the film that you've already laid the groundwork for that storyline and it's all about the pacing and the storytelling and the character set building and stuff like that it's so clever and that's not even we're not right into the movie yeah and and you get the feeling that she's like kind of lost she's Mm. kind of lost her parents she's got this dependency on a person that doesn't really want to be for her she kind of feels it Mm. as well and it's kind of like she's looking for something And and she's not supposed to be there is she really? No, she's she's by the south. She's the extra. So, yeah. fast forward, you know, to the you kind of learn a bit about the movie that um, Pele and you know going off on his um, summer. He's kind of I think I feel they're asked to bring back potentials to, kind of recruit, to recruit, recruit people. Or or when maybe. we go into that, maybe a bit later. Yeah. But she's the one person that hasn't been recruited. Yeah. So she's kind of if anyone's going to get out of there alive or something else. Mm. it could be her but you don't really get that until towards that the end no. No? I, I thought to be honest I didn't know how it was going to end I, I knew that most oh, you, of them would probably be goners but I didn't I didn't know whether she was going to be like to quote on that final girl kind of thing mm. but yeah it's interesting it's interesting but it's, again talking about obviously you go from the all that dark and dismal stuff for when they I love the transition as well when they get to Sweden and it's just like contrasts from going like dark dingy raining snowing horrible to this bright amazing set um Sweden beautiful everybody's really nice looking everybody's really friendly and it's just the tone totally changes again yeah so it's like flipping your flipping your senses not just visually but kind of like mentally as well it's just like but it's really clever even the music do you know what i mean the music yeah. starts off so tonally like dull and menacing and foreboding in a word you like to use but like and then it goes into kind of the summer and this all night airy and kind of like trippy music and very like, pagan-esque yeah, and sort yeah, of stuff yeah. like that and you get this ritualistic feeling but yeah. you're kind of entrapped with so the music clever. yeah really really did um did fall for this that movie in a yeah. big way um some of the sets and stuff and where they were it's just like bit you know those big sort of hidey houses those big eight yeah. like wooden everything's beautiful wood the artwork <laughs> insane absolutely nuts it's 
it's crazy crazy artwork everywhere like apparently if you look obviously we've only seen this once if you go back and look at the artwork again the artwork actually tells you the story i've been told yeah which is which leads to the fact that it's got some it has got the rewatchability and we walked mm. out of it kind of turn off hours oh god could you watch that again and we were both like no because it was fucking exhausting I'd, yeah i wouldn't it wouldn't be one that i'd put on kind of annually i'd definitely like to go and watch it again for that i'd maybe watch it with somebody else to see their reactions yeah kind of pick up on those little bits and pieces maybe that i missed but it wouldn't be one that i'd pick off the shelf every once a year and have a watch of it's definitely got a conversation like I, I could feel us like talking about it now we haven't actually talked about it since we've watched it but no. there's so much like depth to this movie yeah. it's just beautifully played out and beautifully done um what other bits did you think worth are worth talking about um i liked um like the dinner scene like the the, the, the dinner scene where they're like obviously before the the ritual of the people that jump off um that again you feel so awkward because you kind of don't know what's happening um and it's just really really weird but it makes you feel as awkward as they are yeah because they're I mean, obviously yeah. doing it and feeling yeah. and they don't know there's obviously some stuff that you're not supposed to do like not eat not drink at certain st- stars mm. and will polter's character marcus bless him he's like the fool he just can't get anything yeah. right yeah. i mean at one stage he pisses on a sacred tree and he's nearly fucking killed <laughs> it's just absolutely nuts I love that and his his like reaction to it is just so hilarious he's, he's like he's so um I, the thing i liked about that character he is quite on pc yeah and it's quite refreshing to see some because there are people still like that and people shy away from that in movies because it's not right and some of the things he was saying was kind of on on pc but yeah it's interesting with him did you feel like there might have been a cut scene or something like that because he obviously disappears gets taken away because i've been told there's like a three hour three hour plus cut of this movie and I was just thinking maybe that's one of the scenes they cut is his demise maybe because he kind of gets led off doesn't he it's by a, a damsel of, yeah he takes a fancy to and stuff I was just thinking I wanted to get your thoughts on that what thoughts on his death scene yeah maybe yeah, they we... did shoot that or you see his, see the aftermath don't you yeah, is he the yeah. one that's hanging in the shed or is that someone uh, else that's somebody else I oh, think that God. might have been the British couple yeah because they were having a, they were having an argument that's when it all sorts of you sort of start questioning what's going on because mm. they they'd had enough after the you know the death ritual mm. and they wanted to go and they were getting a lift back and then suddenly they were very much together and suddenly one of them's gone to the train station mm. and the woman's left behind you like it's oh obvious, there's something yeah. it's so obvious that but something's wrong that was kind of clever as well because it just it, it, it also gives you this feeling of kind of although it's outside and it's bright and everything it still made you feel claustrophobic and feel un, kind of like not quite like trusting anybody or trusting where you are and what is going to happen he uses sorry she uses music very very creatively hmm. um if you look at like the disturbing wailing at the start with her on the couch yeah. and then you look at like the sign of the communal um, sleeping arrangements with um, the babies crying at night and he's yeah. using his, the music is there to kind of like wind you up a little bit I feel yeah. it's because it's like he's picking music purposefully to kind of go this is kind of there to, a baby crying is kind of upsetting mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he's using using sound very creatively I think so it's, yeah putting you in a, a an unnerving place yeah rather than just go for that shock horror yeah. of like 
jump scares. It's just like it's just raising the tension up, 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 up and up. Yeah, okay. you know, and throughout it sort of takes you in waves, and you're just like, fuck. Yeah, what is actually happening? So okay. yeah, the dinner scene was cool. I think like the there's two other bits maybe worth speaking about. Yeah. One the kind of um, the May Queen ritual, and then I also, really like that. Yeah, the, the May Queen ritual. It, it, was I right in saying that it happens only once every ninety years? I think that's what they were getting at. Something like that. So it's quite a big, quite a big um, occasion kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I thought again that's so well shot and just like everything about that was just like the camera work is just following them around dancing it just makes you feel really disintegrated like really dizzy and again it puts you in that kind of like makes you almost not not sick but just unnerving and just and just really really like not good well yeah and she sort of makes it to the the cut the final cut she they make her get involved you know, make her feel part of the family, I mm. guess, and she's like, don't really know what's going on. But and they're just, all tripping their balls off. Yeah, and yeah, they've had something. They keep drinking this like weird, weird stuff. acid shit. I don't know what it is. And Christian's already on acid. He doesn't really know what's going off. He's going off. He's he's doing his own little thing at the moment, which we'll talk about in a minute. It's fucking nuts. Um, but um, yeah, she ends up. You know, I suppose like they if they fall over or bump into each other, they're out. Mm. And then the last one standing is made the May Queen, and then yeah. you get to learn what responsibilities she has as yeah. a May Queen, but she's really made to feel important. Yeah. Isn't she? Not like it's I didn't feel at one stage that they were gonna ritualistically like sort of slice no. her neck, did you? Well, I don't know. There was some there's some points I thought, oh what are they gonna do with her? What you know, what what way are they going here? Because it's, it's like they 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 ex they kind of you know she wins and they accept her in and then I think that's a big part of the film is that she feels accepted now that she has a new family you know she ha she's gone in there she hasn't got a family she, her relationship's crap she feels crap she's obviously got anxiety problems um, depression problems and by having this family unit now that takes care of her and basically is like a massive family. She feels accepted, and that's what I took away from the film a lot. Yeah, and she's becoming almost a, not a leader of the community, but she's a very important part of what the yeah. ritual is now. She's dressed in this weird garb. Yeah, there's one more level of one more level of acceptance. I think that she's she goes through mm. before she's like fully and fully embodied into it. Because at the moment she's still kind of unsure. She's tapping glasses. She's making people eat at the right time because mm. she's kind of going on cues. Yeah, but there's one the the one bit where her boyfriend is going off and to um fulfill another part of a ritual <laughs> yeah you could say that this this part is absolutely nuts it's it's absolutely nuts it's basically him being divergenizing somebody uh, yeah or impregnating somebody something's happening he's the outside he's like an outsider but it's very he, get, he keeps getting caught like he keep, keep kind of almost like courting a girl isn't it like this girl's taking a fancy to him a shine to him and she keeps putting like funny kind of notes and pubes and pubes in his there's food a, there's one part is, of the storytelling like apparently putting pubes in, like in your pie almost like witchcraft shit yeah like, it's weird it's like love spells weird, yeah. but he is tripping his balls off and he goes yeah. into this room where there are like literally the, must, a lot of the women folks standing around in the nudie all different ages all, yeah, different, all shapes. different ages shapes and sizes and she's there remember we're in a me too environment here. yeah she's there with her legs kind of 
not akimbo but she's waiting for him and she sort of just goes in then sort of they they're forcing him to have sex with her but not forcing him you know it's a weird kind of thing going on because one of one stage one of the old biddies comes around and starts pushing him into her yeah to finish just uh, you have to finish give him a little hand just give him a little hand and yeah, it's so weird. weird and they're all chanting it's but i had to i, I had I had a little bit of a giggle at that yeah i, I did, did yeah it's funny but at that same point she walks in on them yeah she finds she kind of sees what the, oh, she looks through a little yeah. by holes after her become making this is where she runs off and she starts wailing again I think this this is the part where she actually realizes there's nothing left it's just like it, you know it kind of bats home to her that 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 it was just all they were together for no reason at all i think even though he was tripping off his tits and probably didn't know what he was doing anyway you could say that argument but i think that just solidified for her that I don't need anybody else. I don't need anybody else. Yeah, and, and she was like having a panic attack. Yeah. But there were like five of her so green weird. girls just all around her, like, and they all started making mimicking, mimicking yeah. at the same time. It's almost like, um, just like in unison, unison yeah. taking yeah. her in. And she and it was just like she wasn't stopping. She was. They were all having that panic attack with her. It was so weird, yeah. but you kind of felt that at that moment that they were helping her. Yeah, that they, they were helping her, and they were accepting. Are into and their family, that, yeah, and this is how they were doing it. Like it's really weird. Talk to me about the climax. Yeah, so, so obviously not this, his climax. No, but, you know. no, I don't want to talk about that. the. Uh, yeah, so they they this was so weird. So they obviously put all the bod. They needed how many bodies? Was it six or seven bodies or something? They needed they, souls or something to put in this. They were each of, supposed to bring back. Um, it was like two each. Yeah. So the two brothers had bought back two each, yeah. but they obviously bought more. And then there's two of the folk, town folk. Who volunteered. Volunteers, yeah. For it. And then there's one more that the May Queen has to pick yeah. between an outsider and a town folk. And this is like where they sort of leave you dangling just a little bit. Yeah. And she, spoilers, picks him. Doesn't she? Hmm. And, and, he... put, and then they put him in. They basically cut to this bit where they're kind of like dissecting a bear. Yeah. Did you see it right at the start in yeah. the cage, which was really weird. And I didn't even think when I saw that bear. I thought, I immediately saw that bear in the cage. I thought, oh, he's obviously going to come at the end and kills. So he's going to have something to do with something. Now this way, I did not even think. <laughs> so they basically gutted a bear and then they put what's his name christian, christian yeah. inside the bear yeah so he's like got a bear suit and it's almost comical comical it's almost comedic it's like what is going on because he's like in this giant bear suit with just his face showing and he's obviously paralyzed because they blow some kind of dust, dust in his yeah. face and he's paralyzed he can't do anything he can feel but he can't yeah move. yeah and then this how this this building which they've got prepared it's obviously like a rich like a wicker man sort of building yeah you got you got a diff, you got some kind of contrast between yeah. them but not a lot but like they do kind of stick him in this building with um other people that have kind of been cut up hmm. um you have a lot like marks in there josh is in there and then the two guys who are still alive are in there and the, him in the bear suit <laughs> and then um the two other the british couple as well yeah and then they set a fire to it she sets, does she set fire to it? I can't remember. That's part of the ritual? I don't know. No, I don't think that's important. 
I think some people set fire to it and it's going to smoke. And the two poor guys who volunteered for it, fucking hell, they're like they're burning alive. Yeah. <sighs> Very weird, disturbing they, they scene. Then they give him some drink to make it not hurt, like... It's, it's like, supposed to numb it. Yeah, no, it didn't, it didn't numb it, did it? <laughs> it's no. like, they're burning to death. There was one point where I thought, before that scene, where I thought, this is where I thought, oh no, is she going to go to her demise? Because... They put her in this carriage and then they kind of take her off in this carriage and I thought, oh God, what are they going to do? Are they going to like set the carriage alight or they're going to, what are they going to do? That's the only point I thought, it, it, I thought, oh, it's going to heel turn and it, it doesn't actually do it. They just transport her around in this carriage as part of the kind of May Queen. Yeah, and she's just sing and all this sort of yeah. stuff. It's really bizarre. But it's, it's beautiful. Again, the beautiful visuals though, around the, the mental, like all the, the, the head, uh, dresses with the flowers are all moving and it's like it almost looks like it's not moving and then it does and it's like mind trick it's, it's like so trick. subtly done like yeah. you imagine like some of the movies maybe you've seen where you've got people on acid or yeah. whatever it is that you kind of you, they go a bit bonkers with it but this yeah. was just so subtle it's almost yeah. like the earth was kind of like enveloping her but it's just so cleverly done yeah. i really 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 enjoyed it really really good I, I i was really surprised how how much i enjoyed it mm. just thinking about it as well afterwards the fact that it, even after a week after watching it, i was still thinking about it um the fact that it's done that is, is to me is a, is a sign of a good movie yeah definitely so i don't know if he's going to stay in the horror genre either apparently the there's talks that the next movie is going to be not horror but it might still have shock value in it. But hopefully it will stick in horror now. Hopefully, because this was a very step up for me from Hereditary. Yeah, and there are very sim- you know, there are there's very um, similarities between the two because obviously you've got the the rituals of the two mm. movies. So he's definitely got some kind of um, interest in like uh, ritualistic behaviour. It's all rope by him as well. Yeah, very Everything. clever. Very clever. That's what makes me so surprised that literally as soon as Hereditary stopped filming, they went straight onto this, straight onto it. And it was, only, it was a very short shoot as well, which makes me think that's, that's astounding. Yeah. If they've got over a three hour cut of this movie, they've done that short amount of time. That's crazy. It still feels like not a blockbuster. It's still, it, this one feels very indie. Yeah that's, yeah. that's what I liked about it as well, because it's like, don't get me wrong. I love all the, you know, CGI like Marvel movies and all that I love it I love all those stuff but it's so good to see a movie that is just different that is just a movie yeah. with people in it that doesn't need all this extra Hollywood stuff it's just you know shot how it's meant to be and it's just raw and like you know what's the word I'm looking for impactful on you you know yeah. it's just like it packs that punch and it's still there's still stories out there that can be told like that that can yeah. still go on and it's still with me now like a couple of weeks on you know we haven't mm. done recorded this straight away and I, I can still vividly remember yeah. all of these sorts of like act, these scenes and stuff like that job well done job well done well, we're going to rate this boy yeah what are you rating it I rate it at the moment I think I'm going to give it a high 8 yeah almost it could become a 9 book over time i love this movie i can't give it a 10 i can't mm. because it's not it's not us up there yet but it's got a nine for me cool a strong a strong nine because i just think it was such i think it's an absolute masterpiece of a movie and i don't think I, absolutely i think for something that i completely went into without 
wanting to actually see it and mm. then to be left kind of going it's head scratching head scratching and just it, it just made, it stuck with me mm. and the fact that it stuck with me so long I think it definitely deserves mine and the conversation that we've just had now yeah it's just like it's great and I would watch it again at some point yeah definitely to I kind would, of yeah, um, really I think get that. after another watch I think I could I could be you know up to a nine I yes. think I just have to set yeah. let it settle in and give it time after that kind of like you know, going and seeing it and going, oh my God, it's amazing, amazing. Just let it settle a bit and rewatch it. And then like, like I did with Get Out, like the second time watching Get Out, it's just like, it blew me away. Yeah, this is, for me so far, this is my movie of the year. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. I'd say it's probably my second, second closest followed, but us Horror me, movie though, not like in the horror movie genre. <laughs> I can't really put it over a couple of movies, which I won't mention. <laughs> but yeah, Excellent. good, good, strong movie. Good. Should we, uh, move on to our next part yeah so i guess there's something to scream about section then is it all down the street standing in line with white lipstick and one thing on their mind hey little freak with the lunch pail purse underneath the paint you're just a little girl dancing at the zombie zoo talk about a little friend of mine called Matthew Cartner <laughs> who I do this podcast with he's turned 40 this year right, his keep wife, telling everyone yeah his wife comes to me and asks me if I want to go and uh, participate in a a zombie experience and I had no idea what she meant <laughs> I didn't even bother looking but I was like yeah I'm in I love zombies what the fuck how so it's to celebrate your birthday so of course I'm gonna go and do it so then I started I paid me money and we're not talking cheap. This is uh, an experience that costs around eighty pounds mm. um, to start with, without any extras. And you know, I'm okay. That's a lot of money. <laughs> and then it was like ninety pounds suddenly. I was like, okay, I get a, and I get a, I get a gun with that, you know. And it, and I was like, okay, this is a lot of money. Do I really like Matt that much? <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I started looking on the website. Cheap bastard. <laughs> yeah, started looking on the website a little bit and like reading up on it. And it's called Zombie Infection. And they do um, zombie exp- like zombie immersive experiences around the country. Um, we picked one in a place in Birmingham called the Courthouse. The closest to us because it was the closest to us. But there's loads of others. There's mm. um, uh, the, I've got a list here. If you want to hear which one? You got a list. Go on, have a list. So there is quite a few of them. I didn't realise there was this many, and it's been going for quite a while. Um, but there is uh, the courthouse, obviously, we went to Birmingham. There's the forest in Nottingham. Which is a six-hour immersive experience. Overnight. Overnight. <laughs> um, there's the dungeon in York. Wow. Uh, the factory in Sheffield. Uh, the tower in Liverpool. The asylum, also in Liverpool. And there's another one in uh, Nottingham called the mansion. Now, a lot of these stories are linked. They're all linked, yeah. They're all linked. So, so it's you kind could of... do them in chronological order. Like story order, sorry. It's very interesting, the story. We won't try and go too much into story to kind of spoil it for you. But we were we were met... <laughs> I'll take back the experience. We were due to go there for 12, and I think they had a couple of experiences that day, and it's a two-hour experience. And all you've got to do is find a courthouse with a 
blue doors. Literally, <laughs> that was all the information. Be there at 12 at this location. Yeah, and we was like, okay, we're kind of here. Nothing, we can't, we tried the doors, nothing. No one shaking, looked nothing. like they worked in a place no. or anything like that. It's so random. It was weird. And then these group of girls came around and um, we thought they might be a Hindu. But young they were ladies. Like, young ladies. Um, but no, they were, they, they sort of spotted us and they thought we were the... Um, we had our podcast t-shirt. We had our podcast t-shirt advertising it for the breathers. Um, but they, <laughs> so they thought we were part of it. Um, they were like, you know, the guys to help them know the location. They said, no, we're doing this. And <laughs> so there's there's a group of girls. Um, um, it's almost like his own little movie. Yeah, it's weird. So they turned up. Then a guy in dressed as a zombie in a wig and lipstick on turned up. So he was like, Just okay. Lady. So we've got a stag as well. So a load of people from Stag. So there's a, all in all, there was um, 17 of us. I think so, yeah. 17 of us, all waiting outside and uh, hoping that this was the right place. And then a lady pops out eventually. With a clipboard. Like, with a clipboard and checks us all in and all this sort of stuff, nice and proper, but doesn't let us go in. We've got to be here at 12 and then it starts. Mm. And it's fully immersive. You've got to go into these things with um, suspended disbelief. I think yeah, that's the key. I think you need to go in with an open mind. Um, you need to get involved. And if you don't just let yourself go and take part, I just think, what's the point of you being there? You're wasting your money. Because yeah. this is a totally, totally, totally immersive experience. This is where I want my stag to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's nuts. And the, we can't really spoil too much. I, don't wanna, I mean, we can talk about a couple of bits. We, we can't talk about a couple of bits. say about kind of what happened but we're very much like led up against a wall ready to go we've we've paid for an upgrade so they're telling us about this upgrade that we paid for and i'm like what is the gun is it an actual gun and what are we shooting <laughs> and you realize that it's like airsoft yeah um, i haven't done airsoft before but a torch um we with our extra 10 pound that we paid we got a, a laser and a torch so not everyone had a laser and a torch it was quite funny um and i suppose that did help you it does yeah it so does. i would recommend paying the extra 10 pounds you will get it. better it's aim. good fun um and you didn't realize because i didn't have shot the thing at you and <laughs> you never shot the thing at me yeah. but what happens with airsoft as i've been explained is um it at the range which they told us to shoot which i think is about three meters mm. um it shoots out a puff of air at velocity mm. so that and they told you to shoot him in the head so the reason why whenever we were going around with the guns um and shooting the zombies and then they were sort of stunning them and they would feel the, the, so the actors crazy, yeah. would feel the air. So if you it didn't does, get if you didn't get them on target, then they're not going down. So I imagine that they're told if you feel a puff of air on your head, you go down, mm. and you know, and that's it really. So, but you don't get a gun to start with. No, no. We won't tell you how the how you entered into this experience because yeah, that is probably one of the worst bits. I'd say <laughs> the, the scariest bit. Yeah, definitely. But, um, but once you are kind of immersed, you're into this storyline. Yeah with these two great actors. I think they were great. They were fantastic. They were great. They were really, really and, in it. Fully. And, and not once did they break character. No. Not once. And it's fully, you've got to, you're going around this courthouse and they're guiding you around. and you've got, Which is the set again. Yeah, set's incredible. Unbelievable. It's like, yeah, it's like a dilapidated like courthouse, but it's still got all the fixtures and fits. They've added little bits and pieces here and there. But it's not, I think it's not been a courthouse for 30 years. So no. it's literally the smell. It's fallen apart. It's fallen apart. The toilets don't work. Yeah, it's, it's really, and it's quite big because from the outside it didn't look that big. 
But inside, there's a lot of staircases, a lot of dead ends, and little bits and pieces to go around. Yeah, we'll talk about a couple of the things that happened to us in, the, in there. <laughs> um, but as part of the story, you've got to go and find the guns. That's kind of your first yeah. mission, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, and to get the guns, you're in this. It's this an escape room. Yeah, so scenario. there are escape rooms within it that you there have are, to do. So there are tasks that you need to kind of do, but it's so like doesn't feel like a task I suppose it you know you've got a lot of people it's hunting. not like the crystal maze let's, no, let's put it that way but you know you have to kind of be a little think outside the box I think definitely, with these things definitely. and Matt bless him did think outside the box because <laughs> we were looking <laughs> for a key that. for another room um, which was an important key because that's where the guns were but he had to pretend he volunteered to pre- pretend to be a zombie and put on a special cloak some of that or a, right it's clothes like, that smell yeah, like zombies, smell like zombies. Kind of but you had to go out there by yourself mm. to retrieve a set of keys off of the guard that was on the floor yeah and he did it it was great and I was like we, well, we... nobody would put their hand up so I was just like come on man someone's got to do it it was going to be wild good fun not one put. I was like me me yeah. and then like obviously yeah you had to go out there and, and they do your come best at zombie you. yeah do your best I'll do it on the night do it on the night <laughs> and um <laughs> Yeah, so he goes and does this thing, and we, as a group of people, it was scary. We like got to watch the seat him on CCTV. Oh yeah, yeah, do it as well. So you can see his little thing, and you get to see the little zombies sniffing at him and kind of they trying get, to they get him. right up in your face. <laughs> like literally, they kind of do that thing where they run at you, but not. You know, they're not allowed to touch you, but they do get very close. I got grabbed in the leg once because I think I was about <laughs> to step on one. Oh, so really? he kind of just subtly, you know, not breaking character, but just kind of grabbed my leg and I was like, oh. Brilliant. Fun. So that was kind of cool but the whole thing was just literally running around and you have to like hold, and there was a point where we were running from room to room obviously as a group and you have to run you have to keep up with the leader because if you don't keep up you get lost well, as well, someone found well, out well I, I got left what happened, Paul? I got left behind at one stage um I to be honest I felt like a bit of a hero one of the the ladies or um fell over tripped oh, over oh yeah 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 um hit me with a gun on the leg <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> But I was like, everyone's running away and they're in a room. Suddenly, I'm like helping. And we basically, when you get into the room, you have to slam the door and hold the door shut yeah. as the zombies will bash, try and get in yeah. the room. So obviously, we've all ran in the room and I'm looking around going, Paul, Paul, and he's not in there. I'm getting eaten at this stage. I mean, I'm running. I literally thought you might have been dragged off in, in, as part of the story. <laughs> we were running around. We got lost. We were trapped. We, we It was chaos. We didn't know where we were. It was dark. And eventually we somehow managed to get into this room being chased by zombies, trying to fend them off at the same time. And then That's like cool, the dude suddenly opened the door and we we're like, oh my God, and ran in. I was like, fucking hell. That's brilliant. It, it was, was really so good. funny. But um, yeah, and then like the rest of the story plays out and you're just like running around like maniacs. And they do have a nice little bit at the end yeah. where you sort of let, you sort of go off and do your own thing. So yeah. although you're kind of guided, by these guys all around the compound you kind of maybe they expect you to know what you're doing i don't or not i don't well, know apparently i think we did the, the the last task i think we actually did too fast because we were quite enjoying like going off on our own and doing our bits and pieces but i think that we completed the task pretty fast and pretty a lot faster than they thought but all in all um that bit was probably one of my favourites. It was cause fun because it was just, just me and on. you and this other chap who joined on to us and we yeah. found whatever the task was, we did really well. We like came back with like yeah. what we were supposed to come back with and 
we were like yeah this, this is Great this fun. is proper fun um and it's explosive and i just i would do another one yeah i'd love to do another one but I, I, even at the end uh they bring all the actors back out as the zombies and they still don't break character and we've got some great pictures with them and stuff have like you that. put the photos up on our i haven't media. i will definitely put okay. them up now i wanted to release this and then i'll put them up so you can see the quality of the makeup but and these yeah guys. the makeup's awesome like like i said like we saw about the character the characters that are there acting are brilliant the storyline was really good i thought um literally the, the, I, I can't think of anything it felt like an episode worse, of dead set like, like that worse, channel anything, 4 thing anything bad about this experience it's just really really fun um i just wish it was longer a little bit i think you wish it was longer so two hours wasn't a enough li- for you. maybe just a little bit to maybe take a little bit more in of like going around and stuff that's why i want to do maybe like a slightly bigger one or something i feel like we're pros now so. yeah man. we were like running around at one point we're like cover me and the other one was going in while the other one was behind, like proper soldiers and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> cover me while I go and get the, like, and you're just fending off zombies. All the gear, no idea. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a kind it's, it's the closest you'll yeah, get to a zombie yeah. apocalypse. And I, I think I've wanted to do escape room scenarios for ages. And to do this with yeah, my favorite, to do this for my favorite genre, yeah. zombies as well. I, f- I mean, this is great for me. Yeah. Like, I loved it. it yeah. Best, best birthday present ever i think i'd like to do it with like a group of our mates like people that would be that would be that'd be awesome so it's just two of us and we were kind of like the two amongst you know the big groups allegedly there's uh one opening in swindon so yes it's only in swindon there'll be one in brunel plaza i think it's a one night only oh is it it's going to be at the brunel i don't know if we check out if there's tickets or something i get in contact maybe maybe don't know, but it was um, really good fun. Company called Zombie Infection. Um, yeah, Zombie Infection. Really wanted to pimp them out because they do such. They're doing such a good job. Fantastic job, and they've got a website if you want to go and uh, book tickets. It's just called zombieinfection.co.uk. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. Uh, go and hit them up because if there's one near you, which I'm sure one of those is in your catchment area, definitely go and get involved. Get your mates involved. It's worth every penny. Yeah, um, uh, definitely. I suppose part two of Matt's birthday will be in November, mm. where we're going to a secret cinema experience for Strange Things. Which is going to be cool. bloody exciting. I can't wait for that. That's going to be crazy. But yeah, that's, that's going to be all we're going to talk about for this yeah. episode. Um, so thanks for listening to our 31st episode. And we're off, we're going to be off to get some really good content for you. Yeah, we're, we're on our jollies. We're going to LFCC. Um, so we would have been at LFCC when, by the time this comes out. And there's so much to look forward for, for to. We've got Fright Fest coming up. Mm. Um, I think for next episode, we're going to do a move from the vault, which Matt has picked. Well, no, one of our listeners has picked. One of your Matt listeners. Jury picked. picked the Jury Beyond. Picked the Beyond. So we've just done a listener recommendation, 976 Evil, for the last episode. Thanks, very fair. Yeah. You're a legend. So, yep. Yeah. So now we've got Jay Jury and we do um we do the Beyond. So we're really looking forward to. I guess there's now only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast. Instagram at draw one last breath or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.